2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else.
2: Do the show, bitch.
0: Welcome to Bannon Woods
3: try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat
0: bastards want to eat some of this.
1: With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Steven Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Reindel. Alright. Get ready, tier ones.
3: Oh,
4: It's and Woods.
1: Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio.
3: On 97.3 The Fan.
4: Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. Yeah.
3: nice to be back at work with my homies here my friends all the tier ones as well it's great to be back after a uh, very long long weekend a good weekend but a long weekend uh it's great to be here with you you're listening to benny woods on 97.3 the fan and uh, my name is woodsy That is Paul Reindl, the executive producer. Good morning, Paulie.
4: Good morning.
3: Benjamin Higgins, your friendly
1: neighborhood sports anchor, is here. Good morning to you, Benjamin. Good morning, and happy Cyber Monday to everyone out there. I am pleased to offer a free year of Ben & Woods to all listeners. Right now, no strings attached. Yeah, on the house. All you have to do is uh, tune into
3: the Odyssey app. You can watch us for free on YouTube. You can watch us on Twitch. All cyber ways to watch or listen to us. All the different cyber ways. If you have just your old school radio, many of you do listen in the car. Uh, We really appreciate that as well. Uh, Big, big audience that we have, and uh, we certainly appreciate every single one of you out there. There's just no question. Uh, The weekend was was lovely. It was. uh, Thanksgiving itself was uh, incredible. I can't even describe just how incredible it was, but I'll try. We did the uh, we played golf together that morning, which is a, a, a tradition that I would like to continue uh, to do. I really enjoyed it. We played Goat Hill, the three of us, my dad Gary played Goat Hill. Uh, had a blast doing that. It just felt good to be out there. It was cool. It was crisp. You know, I wasn't running a turkey trot. I wasn't having to like cook stuff or like. Watch the kids while my wife cooks stuff. Like, it was just, I was free for a few hours and it was wonderful with the boys playing some golf, hitting some decent shots, hitting some terrible shots, which is, you know, that's the game of golf. We did that, went home, chilled out for a bit, hit the shower, went over to the mother in laws. They had a huge, huge Thanksgiving. Big spread. A huge spread. The, um, charcuterie board was the size of, I don't know, this room. It was one long, it was a. It was the size of this room. A and it, trough. It was a trough of of meats and cheeses and crackers and grapes and anything you could fancy. It was a garlic spread. It was no BS, but it was as long as this room. And I walked in and I went,
1: good Lord. It was unbelievable. And then you sat and put down your uh, onion dip next to that. Well,
3: we put that in the kitchen. Okay. Hannah put her onion dip in the kitchen. It <laughs> slayed, by the way. I'm sure it was good. People huddling around it all day. Uh, eating eating her onion dip. It was awesome, man. The food came out. You know, we had. There's so much to do at their new house. They have a. Uh, she put in a music room, and when I say a music room, it's not like just a little closet that you walk in and there's a couple guitars leaning against the wall.
4: They put the foam on the walls. Yeah, so it's yeah. The music room. The
3: egg crate mattresses <laughs> up there. No, no, no. This is like a music room. This is like. There are three electric guitars that are plugged in. They all have pedal boards where you can change the sound of the guitar you're playing. There is a full drum set. There's a bass. There's bongos.
1: Everyone doesn't have one of those? Exactly.
3: There's a keyboard. I went in there. First thing I did, threw the guitar on, cranked it up. We started jamming Skinner and all kinds of stuff. I had the time of my life. Then we uh, we went out and we hit golf balls. We played t-ball with the kids. It was it was fantastic. I didn't want to leave. I didn't want it to end. Uh, I think it was the best Thanksgiving I've ever had. It was just beautiful. And the kids were excellent. So that was great. How about your guys' Thanksgiving?
1: We did ours on Friday. Food was fantastic. Shelly made a great spread of all the traditional Thanksgiving meals. I have uh, I have ended an uninterrupted streak of five-plus months of losing weight, and I gained just a little bit over the weekend. I'm okay with that. It a little was Thanksgiving. Happened. you got to let yourself... Live just a little bit, but the food was a terrific. Lots of leftovers all weekend long. Sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, stuffing, turkey, turkey sandwiches, green bean casserole, all the good stuff. Uh, had a really had a really nice weekend. Spent most of it at home. Uh, just uh, watching football and movies, and and pretty quiet weekend at our house. But I like I think that's the best way to spend a holiday if you can, as stress free as possible.
3: You didn't have to uh, potty train uh, one of your no. children, which is what my wife decided to do right after my parents left on Friday. Friday started potty train day. Saturday was potty train day. Sunday is potty train day, and it's a whole scene. It's a whole scene. You got to get it to you know get it together. My uh, son. They were playing outside with our our neighbors, and uh, he decided to uh, pull his pecker out and pee all over our neighbor Ron's driveway. Now, Ron is a beloved tier one, and I mean, Ron's probably the biggest tier one. Ron likes our show more than we do, for sure. (laughs) He was out there, and Taylor just whips it out and just... On his driveway. Some people get mad when you let your pets do that. Some people I, get mad happens? when you walk in front of their house. <laughs> like, or you, what are you looking at? Like, some people get mad when you walk, you know, touch their grass or anything. My son is urinating on his driveway with a, pants down around his ankles, big old smile on his face. Oh my God. So I, I saw Ron later. I go, Ron, um, I'm very sorry about the urine. Uh, on your driveway. Yeah, don't worry about it, Woodsy. <laughs> what are you guys are getting back on? I'm Jones, and I've, been, uh, I've listened to every show you guys have done. I'm like, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm also very excited to get back. I'll try to keep my kids from urinating in your yard or your driveway or on your cars or anything else. <laughs> and you
1: don't have to start walking around with
3: bags with your kids just in case. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. This parenthood ride oh, is boy. just, just when you think you get something figured out, it just comes up and punches you right in the nose, and um, so yeah, we did that. And then we're praising Taylor so much—you're supposed to, right? Oh, you went potty! Oh my god! <laughs> then Bo gets upset because he's not getting any praise, and he gets like starts crying. And I'm like, buddy, what do you want me to do? You've done this. We've done. We already did this with you. I took you to Chicago. He didn't get to go. Like, <laughs> oh, no. you get plenty. You know what I mean? At some point, at some point, the evening out bit needs to. So then it's like Bo picks up a shoe and it's Oh my God, look at him. Look at he cleaned Mama Mama he cleaned up his shoes. So that was my entire weekend of just fake praise and urine. <laughs> just it's just insane. It's just insane. So we did that. Uh that was a lot of fun. Watched a lot of football too. Um a, a ton of football, actually. I I think Saturday was one of my more <laughs> One of my more sedentary days that I've ever had. At one point, I got the motivation to go to the gym. And I stood up. I went, let's just go. I've eaten like a fat turd. I put on my pants, tied up my shoes, and I made it all the way into the living room where I then plopped down on the couch and watched more football. I didn't I never made it. To, I went to the gym yesterday, <laughs> but I did not go Saturday. I ate so effing much. If I see turkey, if I smell stuffing or mashed potatoes, I will hork all over this room. <laughs> I'm over it. You're I done. texted You're you done. guys. Yeah, I texted you guys my meal. Like on Sat, it was before 11 a.m. on Saturday. Yeah. what I'd eaten. It was like two full plates and a turkey sandwich, and I ended up putting down like more full plates, two pieces of pie. It was awful.
1: It was I couldn't control myself. I can't it's really there. be done. We still have at least twenty turkey sandwiches left. to can You can't, make, I, you you can't know, do it. Fridge. So you know we're going to be eating that for the next few days. Polly, Now you didn't just have Thanksgiving. You also had a birthday to it celebrate was birthday this weekend. weekend yeah. You know?
4: So Thanksgiving rolled right into birthday. Not weekend. yours. No, not mine. It was my wife's birthday. Happy belated birthday to her. And uh, yeah, so Friday night we she wanted to do uh, a date night activity. Of her choosing.
3: This was gold. And we
4: went and did... Uh, <laughs> we went and spun pottery for the first time. Now, she had done it, like, one other time in high school, yeah, I think. You went... Patrick Switzy, Demi yeah. Moore. Please more. play the song,
3: Polly. Ghost. It's, um, it's the... Uh, what is it? The never-ending uh, melody? What is Unchained it? melody. Unchained yes. melody.
4: Dude... <laughs> How, it looked cool. It was fun. I had a great time. I had no idea what I was doing. Of course. It was for beginners. They were with you the whole time and two instructors showing you how to mold the clay and everything. Didn't go very well for me. Did it not? No. did yours not I think hold? I, uh, out of three molds that you were given, three globs of clay, I think I turned one into a potential dog's water bowl. Okay, maybe did it's you get bad? to do the
1: spinning thing? Oh yeah, oh I, yeah. Did not see, see the, the pictures, pictures of No, it. I didn't see you it. Yeah, the foot the...
3: pedal and everything. Wow. Play Unchained Melody because it just doesn't. It's not the same. It's not, the same it's not the same without that. And,
1: and was there any you know like sexy time Does around? It, yeah, the, is it pottery class or is it
4: sensual? I guess it could be. I mean, some of my molds look like... Look like wieners. Hey, man, <laughs> look what I made you. We're driving up there, and she goes, Hey, don't don't make any inappropriate jokes. We leave. And I go, Do you know how difficult that no, was I for bet. me? I bet. I mean, I'm like... They're like, Oh, build it into a cone. Make it into a cone. Oh, I'm I'll like, make it into a cone. That doesn't look no like problem. a cone. That looks like a wiener. <laughs> And then uh, so we had we actually had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, up it in does Carlos sound Bat fun on Friday. It was just something different. It's very uh, it's a stoner. Um, uh,
3: Seth Seth Rogen's bit now. Like I don't know yeah. that he does movies anymore. No, he he just very gets high movies. and he's like, I got four new ashtrays for sale that I made, <laughs> and then here's this vase. Buy this on my website. I'm like, did you still make films? Like, because I liked your films, a lot right. you're very, very good at says, no, I just built this new cabinet that I just baked in my oven <laughs> It's very, very stoner activity,
4: no, it was fun, man, uh yeah, something we had never done before, so we said, screw it let's how do it. did how did hers turn out she turned out hers turned out pretty good, uh she made a couple of Cups slash bowls. We'll see what the final product looks like. You don't get them that night? No, they pick them up in like two or three weeks. They're going to oh fire God, them. Fire and, them up. You know, gloss them over and all that. So uh, we did that. And then Saturday was spent, uh, got some shopping done. She got her Christmas shoes. And we did a little staycation. She got, did she get some docks? She got, she got some docks, finally. Finally, has she always wanted docs? She said, "I think she said she had some like many, yeah, many yeah. years ago, but she's those have been on her radar for a while." I said, "All right, happy birthday, happy Let's birthday,
3: docs." Are they the up? You to mean the mean Doc knees? Martin shoes. Yeah, Doc Martin. No,
4: they're like a couple inches above the ankle, I'd say. Okay, not like the full all the way up boot, but it's still a boot. They're heavy. They are. Heavy. Lord, I'd they are heavy. Lug that thing around, etc. Hundred <laughs>
3: percent. They are very, very thick. Hardy shoes—they're just thick. Well, good for you guys. I'm glad you had a uh, great time. I've been doing some Christmas shopping online uh, for the the wife. I've been doing the stocking stuffers and
2: things feels like, like that. cheating.
1: Now, I mean, I, I think we mostly do it online at this point. Yeah, but it feels like cheating.
3: Yeah, compared to easy. what we used to have to do, <laughs> it's such a, it's such, it's so easy. It's a no-brainer. I'll go support a couple of stores uh, in the neighborhood that I really, really like um, that I don't do online, but. Other than that, man, I can knock it all out. I'm also at the point where I've bought my kids a couple of things for Christmas, but I keep giving them their presents early.
4: It's wild it's, to I see not
3: like... do it. Like I can't not I got Bo some gloves that had their Bengals wide receiver gloves and he's about to start playing football. Well they come in the mail. He's taking <laughs> a Jamar Chase. They are you <laughs> they come in the mail and I'm like Well I got Oh they're like fifteen dollars. I was like, All right. I'm just gonna give these now because we have to practice. We have football starting soon. Dude, his little lot uh, he he wore them around <laughs> the entire day. Dad, watch, I can pick up anything with these. Like they're those kind of sticky. So it was so fun, man. I, but awesome. I'm now I'm
4: at the point where I'm like, I want to give them all their gifts already. <laughs> so it's wild to see like Black Friday commercials all last week and just go, There was a time where most people would get up at three in the morning and go out and <laughs> on Friday and go yeah. do that. I'm like, never
3: again. Never it's so good. I got. Some, I, got I know they moved deals. Cyber
4: or Black Friday is now like Wednesday or even Tuesday at some stores. Like Tuesday at noon, all the sales start. But like, dude, first of all, sales. I don't think they're that good anymore. Yeah, they're not. I saw Target was getting killed all weekend long because they were just putting like, oh, new TV for us on sale Black Friday six forty nine ninety nine. And then when you removed the tag. The regular price was still there from the the week before? Just a different different, different font. Same price.
3: You throw some mistletoe on there (laughs) and call it a different sale. It's the same price. Oh, no, no, no. But no, I've gotten... Whatever
1: happened to the door buster deals that got you in for like $100 for a TV?
3: I think... People got literally trampled by yeah. the doors busting in That's and they true. tried to stop doing
4: that. I'm at the point where i have, it's been years since I've seen a deal where you're like, I need that. Yeah. Like, I would just pay the extra $75 that I'm saving to not have to leave my house and have it shipped right to me.
3: I got a deal on some Nexium, I uh, bought that over the weekend. On a Black Friday deal, which I don't know if that's good. Is that a vitamin? No, it's a heart, <laughs> anti-heartburn. Okay. I texted you guys, oh, yeah. I, I might have a kidney stone. I, I'm feeling like I've got some symptoms. I think it's done. Um, but I eat a lot of Tums, and that's part of the con, uh, contributor. Too much calcium. <laughs> too much calcium. Too much
1: calcium for Woods. Yeah, my, my bones are just
3: too strong. Um, so I'm going to switch to Nexium, I think. So I got a nice deal on that. Got some a deal, Polly on some uh, some cleats. For fantasy camp, I saved like eighty dollars on them.
1: They're they're amazing.
3: So I actually have done some online shopping this
1: weekend. So we've got a pretty cool giveaway this week. You may have seen it on Pauly's teaser if you saw our our Twitter feed earlier. But if you haven't. You'll find out what it is coming up next when we do the Daily Ditty. It's unbelievable. Uh, also have the biggest fan contest continuing today. More chances to qualify for that night in the Odyssey Suite at a Padres 2024 game. That is coming up. Baseball news from over the weekend. The market for starting pitching just seems to be skyrocketing up and up, and that is not good news for a team that needs starting pitching badly like your San Diego Padres.
3: And another name off the board this morning, Benjamin.
1: Another name off the board this morning. Correct. I saw yesterday's name, all right? I don't even know whose uh, name has come off the board this morning. Get to all of that coming up. Glad to have you with us Monday morning post-Thanksgiving. Rolling back to work. Not the most productive week in life, but we will be there for you all five days of it right here with Bennett Woods on San Diego's number 1 sports station. See if there's any traffic out there this morning here on 97.3 The Fan. Easy,
0: Easy. i
3: Yeah, my friends pretty big news here on the uh ben and woods program yeah benny
1: it is very big news let them know what they can win in fact uh all week long we are going to be giving away pairs of tickets to the rolling stones on july 10th at sofi stadium Come on. who knows maybe their last chance to see yeah
3: dude rock's yeah. most
1: legendary act Got a Is this, new album
4: that's out. That's the biggest prize we've given out on this show. Pretty right? big. I think
3: so ever. This isn't some cover band, the Stoling Roans <laughs> or anything like that, out at Humphreys. <laughs> no offense,
1: Humphreys. Now, you could say, have they lost their fastball? Doesn't matter. It's the Stones. It's the Stones. It's SoFi Stadium. It's going to be an epic show. But to win them, we're going to require a little more of you than usual. So, Woods, what was your choice well, uh, of so Stones music here? Today's song was Torn and Frayed and it is off
3: Exile on Main Street. And the Diddy, all week, we're going to be doing Stones all week, but the, cat, the, the, the little catch is, not the hits. Play the, they don't have to be B-sides or anything like that, but don't play the hits. No satisfaction, no <laughs> gimme shelter, Something that maybe just does not get a lot of airplay, but that absolutely kicks. Here's ass. their top
4: five on Spotify.
3: Okay, so none of no these. top five Spotify. No, I'd say no top ten.
4: Here's we'll go. We'll start with the top five. Paint it black. Yeah. pass. Start me up. Yeah. No satisfaction. No. Give me shelter. No. Sympathy for the devil.
3: Yep. Those are out, Ben. After that, I can see Ben panicking a little bit, little bit. right now. Just six a through touch. ten. Yeah. Beast of burden. Oh, Benny.
4: Angry. Angie.
3: Angie. Great. Miss one. you Miss and you. wild horses. Okay. None of those.
4: Okay. Can I
1: go
3: 11 if you What's
4: 11? What's <laughs> 11? There's no 11. Right? Okay. Right.
3: There's no 11. All right. So ele- None of those yeah. 10. Please go to 11. <laughs> you can go to 11. So, so to win, though, women.
4: you're
1: going to need to know what song we play during the Daily Ditty at about 620, 625 every morning. And then later in the show, probably in the back half of Ben and Woods, we're going to ask you to call in, identify today's Stone's Daily Ditty. And if you do, you can win the pair of tickets to SoFi Stadium on July 10th. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. You'd much rather win them from us. Yes. Because I doubt they're going to be free. (laughs) So get your tickets this week early by listening to Ben and Woods and head up to see the Rolling Stones next summer. And we don't know when we're going to do that, right?
4: We said second half of the show. Second half.
1: Okay. Cool. But you're All
4: gonna right. have to be listening in the first half. I'll That's give right. you i
1: I'll give you a little bit of advice though. If you happen to miss it, you can always go on our YouTube stream. Polly will usually identify it. You'll have to scroll back on the chat to find it. What? The name of the, the... name of the song yeah, it's torn and that we played. Yes. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, tomorrow, let's say, oh, I, I missed the d- the ditty. There is a way to go back Somebody wakes and find up, oh, 7 true. o'clock today. I they mean, can I, go just,
3: back. Yeah, I would simply just listen to the whole show, but I'm built That would be so. the
1: easiest way to do it. <laughs> go back to the beginning, listen to the whole show, you'll find it out. But I was just... Giving everybody a couple of options out there. So keep listening. I'm not going to give them cheat codes to not listen. Fair enough. <laughs> Probably a bad
3: idea.
4: I just I'm nice. I want to make things easy for I get everybody.
3: It. But somebody's going to win. If you and... miss
4: the show, we'll just give you Ben's personal line and then you and call can call him, him and he'll give you a recap. Yeah.
3: So day. anyway, okay, man. Woods made fun of me for this.
1: And... So Woods, you mentioned <laughs> that we already have another pitcher coming off the board this morning. I saw yesterday Kenta Maeda signing with the Detroit Tigers. Didn't know who it was. Had to look back on my social media stream. I knew one team it wouldn't be, though, because one team has already signed most of the pitchers this offseason, the St. Louis Cardinals. So I knew it had to be some other team that has gone out in free agency to land a pitcher because the Cardinals can't have already signed three starting pitchers this offseason. So which team... Has signed a new starting pitcher this morning, Woods. Well,
3: the, the St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis ben, Cardinals. Sonny Gray. Uh reportedly they're expected to finalize the deal today. Looks to be done. Uh Sonny Gray will will be the top of the rotation guy that they have been looking for. And listen, now there's a couple of other names out there that are going to require uh, some talent, some prospects. They have some talent and some prospects at at um, pos- uh, position players that they can now go. Maybe try to get a Dylan Cease. Maybe try to go get a Tyler Glass
1: now, who's been made available by the Rays. The uh, Cardinals, you mean? Yeah. E- even though they've already signed Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson, and now... Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray. Yeah. They need more pitching? I mean, who doesn't need more pitching? I mean, what are we expecting from the
3: aged Lance Lynn and the aged well, Kyle Gibson? Well, not that
1: much. I remember seeing last week... I would kill for
3: that rotation right now, <laughs> though, by I, the way.
1: I feel like it was a Cardinals blog, and they put their, like... List of like forty-two pitchers that the Cardinals could go out and sign, and they ranked them into like nine categories. And then the last category was, "Don't sign these guys. I won't even watch if they pitch." And both Kyle Gibson and Lance Lynn were on the bottom of the list. Now, Sonny Gray was, I think, top uh, second-tier type pitcher. He's a little more of a uh, top of the rotation option as opposed to a fourth, fifth starter, innings eater type. But though they were not cheap innings eaters, I mean, they signed what twenty-two, twenty-three million for. Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson for next season. That's a lot of money just to put in the back of your rotation. Yeah, and I
3: don't know what they're going to I don't know what the the Sunny Gray contract is going to be, but listen, man, A lot more than that. Well, yeah, and they 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 need arms and they're going out and getting arms. They're addressing their needs. It must be nice to uh, see that. But uh, the Maeda deal to the Tigers, 2 years, 24 million. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh actually. Last year, let's see, he Six was and eight, yeah, 4. 6 and 8, 4.23 ERA. 117 K's, Benny, but only 28
1: walks. That's very, very good. Um, you he's know. 35 years old. I'm looking at 12 million a year for two years for a 35 year old coming off a season with a, an OK ERA, 4.23, a, a slightly under 500 record. And then I'm looking at guys like Seth Lugo and Michael Walker, who are coming off much better seasons with ERAs about a point lower than that. Younger, both of them, about four years younger than Kenta Maeda, less you know wear and tear on their arms. Michael Walker does have more of an injury history, and I'm just wondering, well, what does that what does that bode for what those guys are going to cost? You turn down the Padres, turned down an option to sign Michael Walker for 16 million for next year and 16 for 2025. That's only eight million more than Kenta Maeda is going to cost over the next two seasons. All of a sudden, that's looking like perhaps, if not a bargain, at least, market value, if not slightly under market value for for what Michael Walker is going to be able to get. The minute
3: that deal got signed, I went, oh, God, I tweeted you. I tweeted back to you. I said, oh, no, we should have. We should have opted in on opted in on Waka. Then you have three three rotation slots set instead of two uh, right now for the San Diego Padres. But uh, there's some other things we can talk about. They uh, they did a workout uh, with the player over the weekend too. That again is expected to make you know a decent decent chunk of change, but not like what these guys are making. So we can get to all that. There were some rumors going around this weekend of a uh, well, an alleged Ben and Woods favorite, fake favorite. Could be in Padres Brown and Gold
1: next year. We can get to that next as well. I'm intrigued. All right, we will get to some baseball talk and then jump into some of the college NFL games over the weekend as well. All coming up, it is Ben and Woods. It's Monday morning on San Diego's number 1 sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Now, you mentioned in our open that we played golf on Thanksgiving morning at Goat Hill Park. What did. you didn't mention is that uh, Tier 1s out there are also going to get that opportunity coming up on December 22nd. But only if you get to uh, the auction and bid in the next couple of days. Uh, we donated uh, rounds of golf with you, me, and Polly in the Wishbone Brawl auction. Uh, that John Ashworth puts on at Goat Hill Park. They just had the Wishbone Brawl a couple of weeks ago with Xander Shoffley. And this isn't a fight. Jeff Ogilvie. You don't have to fight. No, you don't have to fight. It's raising money for uh, North County Junior Golf, good cause, uh, their caddy program at uh, Goat Hill Park. And if you go to just search Wishbone Brawl Auction on Google, I think it's wishbonebrawlauction.cbo.io. I think it's easier just to search. We're go- down at like bid number, uh, item number 158. And the top three bidders are going to join us for a day of golf. You'll get three people. So, three people with Woods, three people with Ben, three people with Paul. Yep. And we're going to play a match. Uh, Ashworth's going to fit us out with Link Soul gear, uh, like team uniforms, uh, shorts. Shirt, hoodie. I don't wear
3: shorts, though. Well,
1: That's... maybe you can get pants then. Okay. I'm not sure. You'll, right. You can talk to Ash about that. I, I will. Uh, and the top, so the top bidder will get first choice if you want to take, you know, me or Woods or Paul. And then the second bidder gets second choice. Third bidder gets third choice. And all the money goes to a good cause. But you got to search in the next couple of days because it closes on the 30th, which I think is Thursday. So uh, search Wishbone Brawl Auction and go and bid on the opportunity to play some golf next month with Ben and Woods and Paul. Paul, you can tweet the link out or whatever so make it easy for you guys. Put it on our our socials
3: uh, as well. But yeah, looking forward to that. A couple days after we'll be off the air after the uh, Christmas show and go out and play a little golf with you guys. And uh, It's like a real match. We'll like yeah, it's like a Ryder Cup it's type like a Ryder style Cup. match. Exactly.
1: Well, uh, you know, Ash is good at coming up. He'll, he'll have the format ready and set for us when we get there, but it should be a, a lot of fun. This segment on Ben Woods is brought to you by the Caltrans Stormwater Program. Visit cleanwaterca.com. Let's change this to that by picking up after our pets, reducing pesticide use, and regularly servicing our vehicles. Learn how at cleanwaterca.com. That's cleanwaterca.com from the Caltrans Stormwater Program. Program So where is this pitching going to come from for the Padres this offseason? Woods has got another name to throw into the mix. We'll get to that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. So I have a feeling, even on the years where A.J. Preller has uh, free reign to spend, always comes up with a name or two that is way under the radar. I mean, had anyone heard of Nick Martinez when no, he signed I had not. Nick Martinez? <laughs> I certainly, I, I hadn't. I was not, you know, anticipating Rob- Robert Suarez. Anyone nope. hear of Robert Suarez before the Padres signed Robert Suarez? So, you figure with this offseason being a little more um austere for the Padres general manager, great word, that he's going to have to find a couple of more of those under the radar names. And the Padres uh, were reportedly one of the teams looking at someone I have never heard of before this weekend.
3: Uh, nor had I, but I, I did see this come across <laughs> my feed. Right-hander Yariel Rodriguez. Uh, I believe he is from Cuba, Ben, but he's been pitching in uh, Japan for the last few years and pitching really, really well for the uh, Chinucci Dragons uh, of the NPB. Spent three seasons pitching out of the bullpen, racked up a 3.03 ERA, 25.4% strikeout rate, He's thrown about 175 innings. Um, his 2022 campaign, uh, he dominated, said. His uh, 115 ERA in 54 and two-thirds frames, 27.5% strikeout rate. Doesn't walk a lot of guys either. Um, and he suited up. He started uh, for Cuba in the World Baseball Classic. So they're looking at him. Said the uh, Red Sox were also in attendance looking at him. They're, they're kind of projecting him out to about $8 million a year, like a four-year deal. Uh, Thirty-two million. I'm like, sounds good to me. Could be the next. You know, we lose Nick Martinez, but we get uh, we get Yariel Rodriguez. Uh, he slides right in.
1: So I, I don't I don't know whether it's a good signing or not. Nor do I. I do know, or at least I feel confident that whatever criticisms you have of AJ Preller and how he runs the Padres, this is what he does really well. That he finds guys so, yeah, he finds like some this. Yeah, guys like Nick Martinez. Guys like Robert Suarez that are pitching in far-flung locations, and whatever that that scouting skill that he has, that the Padres, uh, you know, scouting staff has, this is what they do well. So if they've targeted this guy for a reason, my expectations will be that we'll see another, you know, Nick Martinez type guy if they end up signing him that's that's what he has done well consistently as gm of the san diego Padres over the last decade now is is that enough to offset the things that he hasn't done as well like constructing a consistent winning ball club on the on the major league level i i don't know but i do know that that this is the kind of thing that that his track record has been solid on yeah, no question
3: about it, Ben. Uh, but you got to think. So if if Waka, you know, you, you turn down that that option, if Waka and Lugo uh, are out of your price range, uh, it doesn't really bode well for the Jordan Montgomerys, the Blake Snells, the Marcus Stroman, Sonny Gray is now off the board. Where does Did you this... give
4: the details, of Sonny Gray? Earlier, uh, yeah, it's no. not
1: good. We don't have MLB seen
4: Network him. is reporting three years, seventy-five million. Ooh, God dang, dude! Uh, Cy Young runner-up. Hey, twenty-five a year. Twenty-five
1: per. Okay. All right. So we know that Jeez. Michael Waka and Seth Lugo fall somewhere in between Kenta Maeda and Sonny Gray, correct? Y- yeah. So it's yeah. somewhere between twelve million a year and twenty-five million dollars a year. That's a wide range. It is. It's a wide range. Could have had him for sixteen. Yeah, Could have had Waka for sixteen. I guess what what concerns me a little bit. About not picking up Walka's option, I I totally get. It. There's injury concerns. You don't have a lot of money to spend. You don't want to overspend on Michael Walka, but if you have correctly anticipated the market, it's always good to get a pitcher at below market value. Sure. So if he signs, let's say he signs two years at seventeen million per, you could have gotten you could have gotten him at a, a bargain then for a less price. So unless he signs her. You know, two years, thirty, and maybe maybe the Padres will get him at fifteen million per. And you save a couple of million right there. But unless he does that, you could. You always want to have a player at under market value, correct? Yeah, no doubt. That's just good business in any, not just sports. Really, in any business, sure. any commodity, you can get it under market value. I've never done it, but he, I hear it's really cool. when either you do it. <laughs> either it's good to have on your team, or he <laughs> becomes a good trade chip. You know, for another team. Even if you didn't want to keep him at that price. There were other teams, obviously, that probably would have been willing to pay that. So they're certainly going to be interested in maybe trading someone for a Michael Walker at that price. That's why I think it was such a tough decision probably on Walker there at that price point. Wondering if we, if we keep him and we don't really want him. Will there be other teams that would be interested in him and we could trade him off for someone else or do we feel like well, we're overpaying no one's going to want him and we'll, we'll be saddled with a an injury risk pitcher for a couple of seasons at a price we didn't want to pay?
3: He did not he you know the injury thing, I don't know man, like he has he has a, a one little setback a season seemingly, where he misses a couple of starts. I, he pitched pretty well for us. Then again, you know, listen, if, if we don't have the money to, to afford Michael Walker, that's another story entirely. If you don't have the money to afford any of these guys, well, okay, so let's just play the – let's fast-forward the tape on this whole thing, Benny. So you don't have the cold, hard cash to go out and get, you know, a, a Jordan Montgomery, a Blake Snell, a Marcus Stroman, a Sonny Gray. What is your other option? Your other option is to make trades from your fairly rich farm system. I say fairly rich because, well, let's be honest, nobody really knows anything ever about prospects. We're going to have our buddy Kevin Charity on at some point this week. They've got their prospect list coming out. But, man, a couple names that you see, the Jacob Marcy's of the world, the Graham Paulys of the world. Now, those guys are probably due in San Diego, Ben, in 2025. So in 2024, though, you got to figure out how you're building your rotation, what that looks like. Because as it stands today, it's not ugly. It's fugly. (laughs) It's a fugly-looking rotation as it stands today, uh, November 27th, year of our Lord, 2023. Fugly.
1: It's quite thin.
3: I mean, they're handsome guys, but the rotation itself is fugly. And you're looking at it going, oh, God, okay, where are these guys going to come from? Um it's more than just well, yeah. We'll give uh, Waldron his shot, and Avila will get a. You know, I mean, you need more. You need more, 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 more. You need more than that. Jay Groom going to be in the rotation. He was terrible last year.
1: Terrible. Your so, top pitching prospects are still very young. Yes.
3: So you do have position players that you can trade, um, but here we go again. You know, are we going to get to that point? Is this just one vicious cycle? of trading top prospects for guys that come in, give them funky-ass deals that let them leave after a year. That's the other thing. I'm really curious to see what the deals look like. Not only who the
1: person is, but what are the deals attached to these people that we're bringing in? I mean, didn't – and you were a fan at the time. Didn't the dynasty Yankees of the late 90s, early 2000s essentially – Anytime they got a prospect in their system, they tra- They traded that prospect. They, I mean, after bringing up Jeter. Well, they had
3: Jeter, Bernie. Yeah, they brought Posada. those guys
1: up. But after that, for the next decade plus, it was, who cares about our prospects? We're trading for frontline starters. We're trading for guys who uh, are proven with track records who can help us right now.
3: Yeah, no question. And especially when it came to the starting rotation. I mean, they, they found a diamond in the rough in El Duque, guys like that. But yeah, man, it was mostly trading prospects to to for major league ready talent uh, and overpaying for that talent in, in a lot of cases. But not a lot the, of those. Prospects, the funny thing if I is, remember, is panned if, out. If, you, that asked, well. if yeah. you asked me in that run, what prospect do you think they missed the most? I have no idea. Exactly. I have no. All I know is I used to collect the baseball cards of all these so called prospects. They're not worth a nickel, you know. Now at this point, so yeah, I, I think you know we're all seeing the. The the mock lineups that everyone's putting together of the Marcy's and the Paulies, and they've had monster, monster um, uh, seasons, and they, they look really, really good. Uh, that being said, where is this pitching going to come from? That's what we got to find out. That's on AJ. I, we've been saying it like a mantra. Dude is going to have to do some serious, serious general managing this offseason, which, by the way— we know he loves to do like this is this is where he typically shines.
1: Your best pitcher from last season made a very public appearance on Thanksgiving night uh, when Blake Snell was the guy who uh, raised the 12th man flag at Lumen Field he was in the so Seahawks happy, game. Dude. <laughs> against the, his it's beloved a hell Seattle of honor Seahawks for somebody that grew up in the they, Northwest They
3: would know more than us but that is that, an is, honor. that is, he was so excited He also
4: did something I think on Saturday at the Apple Cup between Washington and the Oh, was Washington he there State. too? He so a, he,
1: I know he was roaming the sidelines. He had a giant football weekend uh, up in Seattle and uh, obviously, you know, he is he's on the market there. Um, haven't heard a lot of rumors about you know potential offers yet for Blake Snell.
3: I got a, a rumor about where he wants to play. Okay, Got a, a DM over the weekend and no, uh, I won't reveal my, my source, but this person says my brother uh, serves Seattle PD and he was granted the opportunity to escort Blake to the, uh, the lighting. Per the conversation, he mentioned, "quote He wants to stay. He's been telling ownership he'll happily wants
1: to stay as in
3: here in San Diego, in San Diego, yeah. not in Seattle, right? And been telling ownership, I'll absolutely stay if you pay me. And so, <laughs> his fingers crossed. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the story of our offseason. Our fingers are crossed.
1: Interesting.
4: Yeah. I, now, if he I had a lot of players would come to San Diego if you paid. I mean, them. The, you paid the easy thing for
1: Blake to say when you're at. You know, a Seahawks game in Seattle, and you're being escorted by SPD up to the twelfth man flag. Is yeah, I'd love to come pitch oh, in my hometown pitch team. Here. Don't know if anything will work out with the Mariners. I would love to pitch here. That's not what he said, though. He said I would like if you know if the offer is there to remain in San Diego with the Padres. That would be my preference. But of course, they they have to come. They have to come good with an offer. They can't. I'm not just signing. You know a cheap deal to stay with the San Diego Padres. They need to make a, a Cy Young caliber offer that Scott Boris is going to approve of. It's wild,
3: too. It, it, and you tell me if there's correlation. I, I think there is. With every free agent pitcher, like a Sonny Gray that just signs for three years, $75 million with Kenta Maedo and his very modest two-year, $24 million deal, I, my mind goes, oh, God, they're going to have to trade twenty two. They're just going to have to. I, that it, That's that's what pops in my mind because we have no idea what their budget looks like. None. We have no idea what they can afford. I don't want them to do it. I will be such a drag. It will be such a drag. I, I told you my body's not ready for that tweet. You know, we have traded Juan Soto to the blah, blah, blahs for blah, 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 literally blah, 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 coming back in the deal. I'm not ready for it. And I don't think a lot of Padre fans are either. Uh, it's It's... Potentially, you know, I'm I thinking about. It. Is it prudent to trade Juan Soto? The only way it's prudent to do it is if you're flat broke. That's the only reason that it's prudent. If you can, if you don't have to trade him, you don't do it. You're not going to get a good enough return.
1: Speaking of Juan Soto, had a Hector Gomez tweet last night about uh, said Juan Soto. Don't you know? I always take Hector Gomez tweets. Hector Gomez. I don't hate. I, I, he's been right enough that he can't discount him. He's you... also thrown enough stuff out there that doesn't come ben through. Just hasn't
4: that... seen him in the press box, so he doesn't trust. Yeah, him. exactly. Well, I mean, exactly.
1: I mean, he's there. He's covering baseball, you know, in in Latin America. Oh, you hate uh, source. A person oh, very close oh, to Juan God. Soto oh, just no. told me that although the Yankees have a very good chance of getting him, he believes that Soto has a better chance of staying with the Padres in the twenty twenty four season than of being traded. The Mets and Giants involved wait, in talks too. Wait, wait, too.
3: wait, The Giants? You mean that's the player that Bob Melvin loathed so much? The Giants are interested in Juan, well Soto? it was common knowledge, guys, that Bob Melvin wanted nothing to do with the terrible, terrible Juan Soto. If they go out and land him, you may see my wiener on the stream. Out of just, just <laughs> to just show everybody, just to say, told you, it's absurd. But Bob Melvin was never trying to trade Juan Soto. It's absolutely asinine. Uh, That
1: that tweet actually jimes pretty much with what A.J. Preller didn't and did say at the news conference last week, is that they're listening, but they know how valuable Juan Soto is and know how valuable he would be to the San Diego Padres in 2024 in the lineup. So (gasps) essentially we're in the same place. Yeah, they're listening. They can't. They can't close their ears on Juan Soto offers. Doesn't
3: it make you more nervous with every free agent pitcher off the board that doesn't come here?
2: Maybe a little bit. All right, we'll come back. Take on Woods is coming up next here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.